1: This is for the passionate Seahawks fans The ones who
0: care about scheme more than hot takes The the, the ones who want X's and O's and not talking heads From the eye in in the the sky sky. This is Seattle
1: Overload Overload.
0: With your hosts, Matty F. Brown, Griffin Sturgeon and Dane Gonzalez
1: Who in the evil offense, Griff, if we talk skill positions first Who was a disappointment for you?
0: Um uh Jordan Addison was disappointing. Like the mm. like before you even get to the 40, which he ended up running a 449, which I I think we both said he seemed like a high four-four runner. So it's good that he got inside four five. Like he's not four four two guy. I thought he'd be a four-four-seven. He was a four-four-nine, whatever. Um, <laughs> but then the concerning part and it becomes concerning coupled with him only being four four nine if it was four four it'd be a little different or four three eight whatever is that he only weighed in uh, at 173 pounds yeah so and play strength when he loses reps it's usually related to getting bodied a little bit getting bullied a little bit so um you know it, it's kind of surprising he didn't try to beef up just for the combine sake even like tried it like he should be 180 minimum yeah and that's what um,
1: Seattle would want like 180 um and then you factor in the combine like how much water has been taken on water weight. yeah like, I'm sure yeah. he like everyone would have tried to have done that surely so like you know how light is he mm.
0: yeah so I feel I feel like he's still he's still there's still a strong chance he's the first receiver taken that could still very well happen um, but, but the idea of like what he can be it feels like he goes from just like looking at his potential between his frame and his 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 pure athleticism he goes from being like a super high-end number two to just being like a quality number two but a guy that can still get you you know efficient production at a, at a good volume good amount of volume so um I know, that's a little disappointing. Um, Obviously, Jackson Smith and Jigba didn't run a 40, but he had a crazy, crazy three-cone, crazy shuttle, which is great because that's what he shows on tape. And if when people don't test the way they win on tape, then it's really concerning because it's like then. Yeah, you start...
1: you start going back and you're like mm, was that did i did my eyes lie to me there is yeah. you know did he win because this defender's bad or like you know the coverage is weird or something like that you, you really right. start second guessing it but yeah when it just it, ticks it, the box it's so nice it, it, it's like when an edge
0: rusher wins with get off and then he has a bad 10 yard split and a bad broad jump and a bad vertical it's because he's he's timing the snap up because he's yeah. taking advantage of yeah, you know, the dome he's playing in or something. Yeah, and, the so tackle,
1: and then you zoom in and, and the tackle's uh, right cleat was like falling apart in, in the entire yeah. game. Yeah, yeah right, yeah. right.
0: So, so stuff like that. So in this case, it was very good, very good sign for JSM because obviously, I mean, he's, he's a slot receiver and he's going to be somewhere on the spectrum between Jarvis Landry and CeeDee Lamb. He's going to fall somewhere in between. Could be keenan allen could be you know um christian kirk i mean he's going to be somewhere in there but like it's so clearly it's so clear that he's going to be somewhere in there like he's not going to be worse than that like you know what you're getting with him and the combine only confirms that you know what you're getting with him um he's not going to be cooper cup but you know he's not going to be justin jefferson that kind of slot but he can still be elite at the first level lead at the second level um and so his combine kind of confirms his theory. I mean, and it, also he he weighed in well too, 6'1", 200. That's a good size for that style of play.
1: Yeah, one hundred ninety six and a three nine three short shuttle and a six five seven three cut like that is that's really crazy stuff. That uh-huh. that's a
0: guy that will just work over the middle. I mean, Jacoby Jacoby, uh, who who's the guy for Jacoby Myers is another guy that he might you might comp him to like. Well, one of those power slots who really can just work with elite route running over the interior or over the middle, and not necessarily threaten the third level or the shell. Um, can't put him outside in all likelihood, but I mean he's really useful, really useful player. So it's just it's good to see that. Then the the other uh, main guy, well, two main guys, Quinton Johnson. Well, what were his numbers again?
1: Six three. 208 pounds, 11 foot 2 broad, and then a 40.5 inch vertical, which it was unfortunate after all of that that he didn't end up running the 40. He'll probably be saving that for his pro day or maybe tweak something, but that is uh, like, you know, tick, tick, tick. He'd be like an X, right? So I'm not sure, like, stylistically how that fits in Seattle, but some team will take that high because, as you said uh, uh, so nicely uh, the other day, you know, you kind of have to take that high because if it is the the X, there isn't many of these big guys who are good anymore. And he has some pretty good tape as well. So then it's like, and he's testing well. So then it's like, what could he be? Um, Right.
0: I mean, yeah. And I'm glad that I'm kind of glad Seattle has a reason not to take him because they already have DK because
1: it feels riskier than, yeah. Yeah. It's I mean,
0: there are things to like and I think he's actually getting underrated in a couple of areas now because his weaknesses are being magnified so much but the weaknesses are still a concern like he he's in great attacking the ball in the air he doesn't have the best pure hands and stuff like that but um you know like the the change of direction I think the 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 weight adjusted agility is really good and at least on tape is like the feet are insane not just yes. running after the catch but I think that was some Cleaning up his route running, I feel like that will, th- those are just traits he's working with that so few guys of that frame are working with. Um, so, um, but then, so then the other main name, Zay Flowers, he had a great combine. He had the exact combine he needed to have. He came in 10 pounds heavier. So he ran a 4 4 2. Uh, he, I mean, did he run a three cone?
1: No, which As- I mean,
0: you don't need the three i mean his tape yeah he's as agile as as they come he he can is as explosive out of a cut as they come so i mean basically he had the exact kind of combine that you get to fire up the you know the locket tape the 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 locket comps or the brandon cooks comps you know you get to you get to lean all the way into it um so he he did what he needed to do to confirm his tape basically um and that he still kept a not elite speed, but high end speed at after putting on 10 pounds is also a very good sign because you know that matters for play strength reasons. So I mean he can he he can he can be he can be an X in a pinch. I mean Brandon Cooks played X early in his career. Tyler Lockett, when when he was, you know, his peak athletic self, you could absolutely put him on the line of scrimmage. He could absolutely beat press. With his with his footwork and everything, so I feel like Zay could do that, but you don't need him to. You can he can be no. your Z, he can be your slot. You can mix and match him. Um, so he he had a great combine so far.
1: Yeah, he he see, it almost seems too obvious that kind of fit. Yeah, but maybe maybe it's may it's inter- You know, as as Schneider said, there's so many different types of receiver, and what way they go is going to be very interesting. And how to kind of complement? Obviously, you want to take a good player, but how do you try and complement and maximize their opportunities with, you know, Lockett and Metcalf yeah. as the target monsters that they are, and justifiably so. And then you know you've got to factor in the tight ends as well. So w- before we get to the tight ends, some interesting names that I hadn't, I wasn't as familiar with Marvin Mims Junior. out of Oklahoma. Uh, five foot 11 183 pounds 10 foot nine broad jump 39.5 inch vertical four three eight forty. need to watch him to see if he's like a real i think he might be more of a slot slot uh and he ran a 693 cone as well which isn't awful my one of the guys i'd like Jaden reed he uh he he, he was 5 foot 10 187 pounds but he ran a 445 40 which i was kind of expecting and only 33.5 inches vertically like he's not the fastest kind of dude uh but his short shuttle 49 seconds that's a bit better but um
0: yeah i think it, i think f- he, he's, he's 445 like
1: four, is is good for him yeah i'd still be interested in him as like a you know, Dave day two to day three kind of pick, like that would be I think really good value. Uh yeah. And and then finally wearing the hat that I am, Bryce Ford Wheaton out of West Virginia. <laughs> Maybe it's a Miles Boykin type moment, but having watched West Virginia, <laughs> they had awful offense Awful quarterbacking, so it's very hard to evaluate Bryce Ford Wheaton. And he did cook, guys. It just the ball wouldn't get there. He's 6'4, 221 pounds with a 10 foot nine broad, a 41 inch vertical, a 43840, a 415 second short shuttle, and a 6973 cone. That is just lunacy. And uh Kent uh gosh. Kent Lee Platt, right? yeah yeah. his ras scores which you should check out if you don't they're very interesting but that that ranks as a 10 like now there's been two more receivers who are more athletic than ford wheaton but like he's basically the most athletic receiver we've ever seen so yeah that i mean that's interesting he'll get drafted a lot higher than he was going to he's had a heck of a day there Mm -hmm. uh there you go yeah
0: we have to mention um at Perry running a four four seven at six three two hundred at six what was he six
1: four 6-3-and-a-half. so he's, yeah let's round it up six four 198 pounds yeah yeah and, and eleven foot one broad arms. as well yeah
0: that's uh and he, he's a good football player I mean I would take him now he's a redshirt senior but I would take him at any pick in the second round just because I'm willing to mess around with that and he has now you get into the conundrum of he's an x right mm. but he i i i feel like it's worth making schematic accommodations to make that work with him and dk on the field at the same time because he has facets to a skill set that dk doesn't so there's enough there's enough like uh um uh, like uh, versatility between the the two of them or what you can use them in versatile ways because Because there's enough that doesn't overlap, is what I'm saying. Skill set diversity is what I'm going for. So, I mean, what that means is, I mean, he's a regular at attacking the ball, more, he's more natural at it than DK, and he can run in breakers. I mean, not as well as maybe Quentin Johnson probably will, Um, but he can do stuff DK can't. So, I mean, put him at Z if you want. Now, that reinforces staying spread, probably. And what really matters with what kind of receiver they get here. And like John Schneider was, like you said that John Schneider's talking about receiver type is that if you go get AT Perry, awesome, but then you're going to remain a normal split max split offense. And yep. Waldron wants to get in the world of condensing it down. And the only way he could do that this year is by playing a lot of 12 personnel, which was used to great effect, but then 11 per 11 personnel kind of becomes limited in scope so um and 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 then also at perry's presence especially when you're under center forces lock it into the slot so you can't um or oh, same as pistol too so you kind of lose lock on the perimeter he ran a lot of go routes out of pistol and to great effect right so you can do a lot of things with him but then it also prevents you from doing other things so that's why i feel like Addison has the versatility. Zay Flowers mm-hmm. obviously has the versatility. Jackson Smith and Jigba maybe doesn't have the versatility, but where he does fit allows you to get into that world more.
1: And and so. it's not it's not really gonna take opportunities from from Metcalf or Lockett. Like it's gonna be the, the kind of the perfect complement in the like Lock Lockett wasn't willing to be Yaki really last year, which, you know, all power to him is his body. Uh and so I think in coming in, Smith and Jigba coming in would be that kind of yaki over the middle choice route. But he's not going to go down when once he's caught it, and then there's you know, three, four, five more yards each time. Uh, yeah. And th- should also mention, I mean, this is this is in depth on the receivers, but Josh Downs, who a lot of people had like high second round, dude, maybe even top of the first out of North Carolina, he only weighed in 171 pounds and he only ran a four eight forty. That is pretty disastrous for his stock, yeah. similar to the point we we're talking about uh, someone else. I can't remember. We've gone through so many names, but he looked light on tape and he was getting bashed around by linebackers, which is something I, I said the other day. And, yeah, he, he can't... I mean, that's a bit of a problem. And then, finally... Jalen Hyatt uh, only 176 pounds, and he only ran a four four. Which, I mean, that's a good time. But a lot of people were saying he'd run like four two, four three sort of thing. Yeah. And yeah, he jumped 40 inches vertically and uh, 11 foot th- three in the broad, which is really impressive. But another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. That offense at Tennessee, like again, his fit in Seattle, like I don't know if he what his root tree would be, like purely just like posts and goes in the NFL, and maybe a slot fade it come year one. It's going to be very difficult, but also with how wide split Tennessee are. I mean, honestly, the way that offense looks probably makes their players look slightly faster because you're so wide. The, like you're running as mika kaiser pointed out in in my replies you're running against uh wheel reach on against free releases like you are yeah. I- against air basically and, and it's in a lot of space so and it suddenly like, happens, it looks fast
0: n- n- not only free releases but you don't have to worry about anyone to your inside leverage because of you're just that offense destroys quarters yep um it's just it's fake like i I know that's a trite trite phrasing these days, but it's just it's fake offense, which is incredibly hard to project for a lot of the same reasons why Eskridge is isn't hitting, is because he a lot of his production was similar circumstances. So now, granted, he hasn't gotten a fair shake because of health related reasons, but you know the, the the idea still applies. Well, one name that didn't test really—he only did the bench press that I wanted to see more. Wanted to see what he's like athletically. At least, as the combine can measure, was Parker Washington.
1: Yeah, I I, I think he must have been hurt. He might mu- maybe. I I think Could, he I think he ended the season hurt. Um,
0: because he he's he's like the he's like the day two. Um, he's like, the, he's analogous to Jackson Smith and Jigba, but like the second third round version.
1: Well, I so- I really like him because he you know I don't know if this measurement is legit. Like, I think he weighed in. He's yeah, he 204 way. pounds. Like he's kind of running back like uh I don't see you know, you know, some people would call him golden tate. Like I don't think it's that, but there's a bit of bulk to him and he's also not afraid to throw himself around a bit and, and run people run through people and fight for and, and he'll um, block,
0: which Yeah. Which provides it's not like the blocking in and of itself, but it allows you to run certain like formations and mm. series of plays which can benefit you know the entire offense you know like uh, and, and, and jsn can block too like he's not a monster but he can he'll throw his body sure. in there you know so but,
1: but also it, it like with parker washington uh i need to watch more of his game and i i really want his pro day numbers but i get scared about you know he said very similar things about the eskridge <laughs> which is so unfair but like we yeah. said he can block we said he could kind of be that um tough after the cats dude um and yeah it, it,
0: well and like and he also could be explosives yeah man
1: yeah but but park washington is his own player and yeah yeah i need to we'll need, see well what washington he, he he
0: he can run routes a little bit he can like that's, yeah he, that's why that's why the, you know, he's jigba,
1: the smith and jigba thing yeah right so yeah.
0: and and probably closer toward, Jarvis the the Jarvis Landry spectrum of outcomes if he hits like if he's a it's probably closer to that right whereas like if JSN really hits you're talking Keenan Allen CeeDee Lamb level of of slot play but
1: and and Washington as well like the the quarterbacks who have thrown in the ball like there were some real dodgy balls and he's very good at catching yeah very good at catching R- real uh, concentration, going to the ground, variety of catches on his tape, uh, even uh, like kind of high pointing the ball in, in, on the kind of deep post stuff as well. Um, so, yeah, that I've really liked him. Uh, I could do with watching more of him, but I I, I really liked him, and I w- that would be like a kind of round four thing, right? Like round three, round four. Yeah, I think so. I There's think so, so many different kind of dudes. You got to sort through all these, these combine numbers, but also the the uh, the type of player and the production, and yep, that's how it, drafting it, works. I, I
0: I feel like and like we'll, when we do our receiver pod where we watch all these guys and try to try to really get into it, like the preliminary vibe is that of all the guys that are going to go, probably, probably round three or round four, mm. the guy that has the ability to be. Has the most ability to be like a production monster is probably Jaden Reed. Um, he's probably the most complete receiver of all those guys yeah. that figure to go on that range,
1: but he's almost so, um, he's almost so complete. Then you're like, Oh, well, what's his standout thing,
0: right? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it, it's just kind of being so well rounded, it can all add up, right? But Definitely. It's, it's and and, well,
1: a, and and the fact that he was without being, uh, like an athletically, a crazy guy is almost encouraging in a way. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the f- the fact he's able to be so productive and yeah. Anyway, right. So Seattle may draft a receiver, but also they may draft the tight end, or they should probably do both things because tight ends are sneaky needs, as we've spoke about. This is coming off a weird injury. Fans are in the last year of his deal, Kobe Parkinson is in the last year of his deal. This tight end group is very, very interesting. And these guys, grift tested pretty well across the board.
0: Yes, there were some insane, insane figures that came out, like Darnell Washington running a 465 at 265. And then <laughs> that's just insane. Like
1: a 10 foot two broad. <laughs> A yeah, four zero eight short shuttle, short shuttle,
0: crazy. crazy. Um, is, is Sam Sam Laporta's four five nine forty yard dash. He's so skilled after the catch.
1: Yeah, um, so rum. He's a rumbling, bumbling, stumbling, but also kind of. He's got some little, uh, some moves in the open field. Six nine one uh three cone four two five short shuttle. Like that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Iowa um, tight ends. We we know we know what they're like.
0: Yeah, uh, Will Mallory, who's like the great value version of, of Kincaid, him running a 4-5-4 was really good for his sake because if he wants to sneak into day two, he's the Miami guy who can't block. He, his,
1: and he's 239 pounds.
0: Right, like he's yeah. he's just like a, a flex, pure flex. Um, you can't do a lot with him schematically, but when it's time to throw the ball, by schematically, I mean like because the formations, like what makes tight ends so valuable Is not just their counting stats. It's they're like the like the junction point of your entire offense. Like they kind of, it's all like what the blocking scheme is, and then what you can do in the seam, because then that dictates so much to the defense. It's the layers, right? Like, yeah, it's it's stuff you can't isolate. So that's why, like to me, like Michael Mayer is better than Kincaid overall. Um, not that Mayer's a monster blocker, but he's good. And Kincaid will throw his body in there, but he can't block. He just can't. Yeah. He doesn't have the he doesn't have the body for it. He'll try, but
1: because like the the uh, the ultimate, uh, yeah, the ultimate tight end can impose every single threat uh, on the offense when they're when they're lined up in in line. We, like, and a receiver can't do that because right. the tight end can block. Uh, they can do a variety of blocks. It, there, there's no tell with them in the game they are a completely you know versatile uh, chess piece kind of dude um and so you you think mayor is kind of nearing that right
0: yeah i mean i think he's an, i think he's antonio gates so um yeah he, he I, he's he so he did exactly what he needed to do he ran a four seven flat if it was a four eight that would have been concerning but like He's got four-seven speed on tape, which is fast enough for how he plays. Um, he he he's got a great release off the line. He can use his feet. He can use his hands. He can use his body, even like hip checking guys through his route um, to, to stay on to stay on track and stuff. And then he's got incredible hands. He's very good at adjusting to the ball. He's very good at playing through the defender, boxing out the defender for the catch point. Um, he separates like four seven speed but the guy separates guys like like when they when they roll a safety down and they need to match up on him whether it's cover one or cover three match he he gets open they can't do anything like four seven is all he needs so
1: yeah i've i i've seen him running uh uh like choice route the like how many steps is it i i always forget this but Running, breaking almost outside, and then breaking across the defender's face. And the way he, the stutter's at the top of the route. You, you wonder like, oh, is he always going to stutter? Um, but then watching him run like a corner route, and the way he, he, he loves like a, like a, it's like a dead, dead foot thing, isn't it? Dead leg thing. But he's just so yeah. smooth running route and like the pacing of the route and just it works every time. Basically, is what I'm saying. At the top of the route, yeah. it works every time. He is like uh uh a, a, is pure basketball yeah is yeah pure and, basketball. And
0: like even running like the um like the corner route and the flag route or out route and then the the um the high cross or over route or like if you can run those as a tight end um then especially like from hand and dirt wise then you can do a lot um and the, like that that's like those are the check mark routes really cause so much production goes there. I mean, he, he, he wins like every over route that I've seen him run. He, he he wins the route, even if he isn't getting the ball, if it's, you know, matchup coverage. Um, And then also like the, the zone stuff, he, he understands the soft spots. He understands how to protect the ball. He knows what leverage the safety does or doesn't have. And he understands how those windows open and shut. I mean, he's just, he knows what the hell he's doing. Like he's and he's you're not really concerned
1: good. about him having arms uh shorter than ver two inches?
0: That so that was the one thing out of the combine that gives you a little pause. But because a um, lot of his
1: catches are right on the, the edge of the radii. Yeah, radi- yeah. radius.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um but he's I think, open, so. <laughs> Yeah, he's open. Um like maybe he he preempts that mattering by just bodying dbs and linebackers that are trying to cover him um so and then also when it's time to spread it out and be in gun yeah he can run he can run the choice routes and then he can he understands zone windows um so
1: yeah i mean you liked him so much that i'm, I'm not gonna lie like when I, when I watched two of his games i was like i want to hate this guy uh just you know a bit of good content bit of disagreement as we've said before peek behind the curtain is good when there's a little, little disagreement in the industry but uh yeah no i, I did I, I saw it. so I but, but
0: what, what makes the tight end class interesting is that the guy that is definitely the best football player at tight end even if you you don't want to put him number one because of the potential argument he is definitely not the most like he doesn't he's not the potential guy in this sense of like, well, this guy could be something we've never seen before. Like th- there's a host of those guys this draft. Yeah. Like Luke Musgrave ran a four, six. Um, he's a really, he has really good movement skills. He's just kind of, you know, he's just raw, but he's six, six, you know, 33 inch arms. almost. even,
1: even uh, Tucker craft, uh, six, five, two 254 10 foot two broad, uh, 469 which isn't great, but then a 49 short shuttle like that's that's some interesting stuff. And you did a three cone. yeah. He did oh yeah, that's not too bad, is it? Uh, and then Dalton Kincaid didn't test, but he's another guy, like his pro day, probably do some amazing things. And then a, a, a guy I'd never heard of from Old Dominion, uh, Griffey, are you good at the surname here? Old Zach Kuntz,
0: oh, Kuntz. Yeah, I it's, would it's, not it's, say it it's, like that, but it's a long I believe U.
1: that's how he likes it pronounced. Node monetization, just uh, like
0: and- um, just like famous um, Major League Baseball pitcher Rusty Koontz.
1: Oh, there's been other Kuntz. Nice. Um, we all know how it's actually said. Uh, so six foot seven, two hundred fifty five pounds, uh, ten foot eight broad, forty inch vertical. Four five five forty four one two seconds short shuttle six eight second six eight seven seconds three cone. I will be watching, and yeah, that's that's just crazy. But probably one of those where if we hadn't heard about him before, the tape probably doesn't match it. But that's unfair because I haven't watched. So there you go. Uh, w- Washington, by the way, uh, math bomb Kentley Platt at MathBomb on Twitter. He is the eleventh most athletic tight end in NFL history from '87 to 2023, and like block, there was that blocking clip which went out of him. But when he was blocking, and like he is like a tackle almost, almost. Like he's two six four, so I think that's overplayed a bit. But like blocking in line, he his paddle was pretty good. Like he was moving the sled, and that's just an interesting proposition as well. So yeah, yeah. Lot, lots of interesting guys in this class. Some we haven't even touched on. Like Seattle has to come away with one of these tight ends. It would be stupid not to. Like they have so many picks. Like just do it.
0: Um, Yeah, because um, I mean, like this time next year they don't have. The Kobe. I mean, Colby Parkinson can be brought back easily, probably, but Noah Fant will be gone, and then Will Disley is unfortunately like it's it's impossible to predict his availability. So, and then also we don't know how this injury might have. Learn more at marines.com. Um, you know, affected him permanently, right? Like, it's incredible how well he's bounced back from some of the injuries he's had.
1: Yeah, he's been back. Um,
0: up. Yeah, so, I mean, there's no easier way to get ahead of needing a tight end, you know, next year by drafting one the year ahead when it's a very rich tight yes. end draft.
1: Let's not do the inside linebacker thing again. Let's be slightly proactive with yes. uh, drafting, yeah. There you go. Right. Finally, we will not be talking offensive tackles because the Seahawks are good there and you touched on them, but I like Darnell Wright's tape and he was pretty good, uh, other than the 29 inch vertical, but everything else was good. And
0: what would what be interesting is who who f- figures to be a guard convert if that happens.
1: Yeah. And, and yeah, because i saw some people on twitter saying about abraham lucas slotting inside the guard to me that's like not what he needs right now that would be an absolute disaster like you just don't do that in a second year but could darnell wright play guard like maybe
0: um i mean cody mock should be a he should be a guard I think that's how the league views him just by virtue of the mm. senior bowl, him almost but, only uh, playing card.
1: And and his arms are likely too short for Seattle as much as you liked what you saw from him. Mm. Uh, and then the other thing with the tackles, I guess is DeWan Jones has like the rarest size ever. So does he climb really high? Like, are we talking about a top five player here? Do, does a team go that high? I mean, where did DJ Fluke go? I mean, this guy right. fluka obviously had a i think probably better resume coming in but like the one jones some solid tape
0: yeah yeah uh, but um, you
1: know he's 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 six 374 pounds with 36.5 inch long arms i mean that is just crazy right uh, fluka went uh pick 11 so something to think about there and uh and Paris Johnson's a, a solid-looking prospect, opposite from a, a, again from Ohio State. Uh, anyway, interior offensive line Seattle does need. So, should we do centers first? Because that's the that's the most obvious hole. Um, every one of the centers did, well, not everyone, but a lot of the centers ticks and boxes now. Oh, the thing with center is Austin Blythe had arms which were thirteen or three quarter inches long, so they're not afraid necessarily to have a short arm center. However, Blythe had like experience of that on tape. Um, you know, he'd established himself in the league as a center. He also was familiar with Shane Waldron's system and was a one-year free agent signing. He's now retired. Whether they would go that low for a rookie, I'm not so sure. Uh, so John Michael Schmitz from Minnesota. He was six, three and a half, 301 pounds and 32.5 inch long arms. I really think in an ideal world, you want the arms as 33 inches, but like, I, I think 32 and a half is fine. And he had an eight for eight broad jump, a 29.5 inch vertical and a four, five, six short shuttle. So that's, that's pretty solid testing, right? Like, he's like a, he's like a above average athlete, but per like, um, math bomb and uh, RAS But those numbers kind of meet all of the things Seattle's looked for in the past. And what you should be looking at is um, crew at Crew Analytics, which if you know what Crew is, you're probably from the UK. But um, at Crew Analytics has continued Alistair Corp's work with the Seahawks draft board, which has all the measurements on there from what Seattle's looked for in the past. It's quite broad, but you can, you know, that's good because then you can narrow it down further if you want to. It's, It's a nice a collation of the combined data with the right names and the positions they're playing in So thoroughly recommend that. Check out at Crew Analytics. Crew is spelled C-R-E-W-E. Now, Joe Tipman from Wisconsin, another name to look at, 33-inch long arms. Didn't test, though. And then uh, Jarrett Patterson out of Notre Dame. He had short arms, thirty one point five inches, but he jumped well and ran a quick enough shuttle. So there's a lot of lot of guys. Really, <laughs> the the one who intrigued me the most was um, Ricky Stromberg out of Arkansas. I'd never heard of this guy. 6'3", 306 pounds, thirty three inch long arms, nine foot three inch broad jump, thirty two point five inch vertical. So I'll be watching him. But Griff, is it? Is there any centers who? I mean, it's sort of um, new, isn't it? But no,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: You don't have any. Maybe I mean, you
0: no, know, I don't. There's nothing. Nothing is stirred.
1: No. Like, there's nothing it's, concerning it's center, there. It's kind you know, of there. It's right. kind of tape speaks out, and I need to watch uh, Stromberg from Arkansas. Juice Scruggs out of Penn State as well. Yeah, he's he, the yeah. other
0: guy. I haven't exposed myself to at all. Yeah, yeah.
1: I think they're more presumed to be later picks, but he had 33-inch long arms as well and uh, decent jumps and uh, the quickest 10-yard split out of the centers, Mm -hmm. if that matters. Um,
0: Yeah, so one guy, although he's a guard, but he's 6'4", only 300 pounds with good arm length, was John Gaines out of UCLA.
1: Oh, Um, yeah. Yeah, I know about him.
0: He tested well. I don't know if he could be a center convert.
1: Um, he yeah he ran a four five a four four five second short shuttle which uh just uh it was 28 offensive linemen who've recorded a four four seven seconds short shuttle or better at the combine now it's uh 29 thanks to john Gaines out of ucla and that puts him in some pretty good company uh Twenty-four of those players were drafted who, who ran the four four seven second short shuttle or, or better. And of those twenty-four, um, those twenty-four went to start eighty-four percent of their NFL games. So it tends to sync up with pretty good NFL success at least. So gain someone to look for. I hadn't again I hadn't heard of him before this. And I'm sure like proper draft people, they would have. But that's, you know, I, I think he was more presumed to be like a day three kind of dude, but now interesting to see how how much that lets him rise. Uh, again, someone I'll be watching the tape of now and wouldn't have before. So interesting. Yeah. Because
0: uh, when I think UCLA guard, I think Antonio Mafi. So games would be really interesting to watch.
1: So there you go. And... Finally, Steve Avila out of TCU. Uh, he's kind of a guard slash center. He had thirty-three inch long arms, eight foot two broad is slightly lower, I think, than Seattle would want, but twenty-nine point five inch vertical, and he's three hundred thirty-two pounds, so some size on him.
0: So I didn't. I was not fond of him at the senior bowl. No, I. Um, but then he bodied mozzie smith um yeah, his, yeah yeah
1: so i don't maybe maybe the senior bowl just went bad for him but like his um so i watched uh the, that michigan game and i watched him against texas tech yeah. and he was re- like really solid so yeah
0: so maybe i was just being a hater uh maybe
1: it happens so <laughs> The other guards, there's a lot of interesting late-round names, but most of the other dudes didn't do the agility testing, which would have been nice. Um, And Voorhees tore his his ACL, which sucks sucks. for him. Uh, Still did the bench press afterwards, which is crazy. Um, But he had 32-inch long arms as well, so Seattle may have not been considering that. Uh, there's actually not as many guard prospects, you know, as you'd like in a draft where you kind of need to take a right guard. I like you might yeah. want to take one higher than or or the tackle convert prospect that we spoke so, about.
0: You know who was a left tackle, but then actually played right guard at the senior role as opposed to left guard was Steen from Alabama. Mm. And he looked really comfortable for probably being a fish out of water so that was interesting
1: (coughs) that is interesting right i think we're done we can we can read numbers out we're done we're done we made it the 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 marathon or as i'd say marathon
0: really would you say marathon yeah i would say marathon marathon how do the greeks say it
1: well probably uh in greek which is the same there you go.
0: No, do they do they say
1: <laughs> Oh, it's a, a pronunciation Do they
0: say marathonus? I'm not so, sure. So if we drop the AS, it'd be marathon. So the Anglo American pronunciation is correct. The Marathon. Marathon.
1: Are you sure it is though?
0: We're having another Aries to Aries moment right now. It's so Aries, it's so Aries of us,
1: yeah. All right,
0: fire signs. Uh,
1: thanks for watching and listening. If you are watching, please like the video and comment. We've had a lot of viewers today, so that's lovely. Thank you so much. I hope you're all happy with the, the Geno Smith news. I hope you're all happy with the Combine news yes there are still athletic players we've only got 23 likes and we have 47 watching right now so please do up that comment as well and if you are listening five star reviews we had a lovely five star review which described our show griff as something along the lines of truly unique isn't that nice
0: that's very nice
1: yeah uh and then really easy listening and entertaining. Oh, totally unique. Sorry. So there you go. Uh, how nice. Very Follow kind. the Twitter at Seattle Overload. Follow Griffin at C Mike's spin move. He may settle down after, you know, there was some, I thought I'd lost him. There was some dodgy stuff going on around the draft and the, the quarterbacks. And then now Gino signs. He's back, back to his Gino ways. Yep. that may calm down. Though. I'm hoping it up. calms down. It's it's quite bad right now. Like people are in jail. I'm in jail. I've been put in jail. I don't know why. I, I, yeah, I, oh yeah, got put I, I, in Gino jail.
0: Yeah, I put you in Gino jail. Um, <laughs> for
1: what? For why?
0: <laughs> um, I decided to blame you for making a a typo.
1: Right. Fair enough. My fault. My bad. Won't happen again. Uh, yeah. And until next time, when we'll be back Thursday. With a draft positional preview of some kind. We'll also have free agents news when it breaks. And Ty and I will have a news show when on, there's news. Maybe we'll talk about Gino's contract details. Maybe we'll get the nitty-gritty. But yeah, until then, this has been the Seattle Overlow Podcast official outro. <laughs> We're so good at outros. It's just amazing.